You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Is Barry Nussbaum. Barry is the founding president of the Israel Group and a member of APAC, I should add, because APAC is currently in the news, as we all know. Theo Barry, again, you're a member of APAC in the news, a uh, founding member of the, of the Israel Group. I want to get your take, an historical perspective. Uh, in the outset, I said, listen, this was very Winston Churchill-esque. Barack Obama is very Neville Chamberlain-esque. Um, what's your take? That's dramatic. Those on the left are going to tweet horrible things about me tonight and tomorrow morning. Your take. I couldn't agree with you more, Rick. Um, I think this is Bibi Netanyahu's attempt to stop a Neville Chamberlain moment. I think it's a repeat of 1938 all over again. Uh, Obama is proclaiming this is going to be his legacy. He's going to deliver a deal on Iran. Um, the deal has morphed so much from where it was to now the deal that's on the table, as we heard this morning, is they get to enrich, they get to have centrifuges. There's going to be a sunset clause. At the end of the sunset clause, Iran can do whatever they want and all the inspectors go home, meaning they can have a nuclear weapons program. If you remember in 1938, uh, Neville Chamberlain returned to London proclaiming peace in our time when he came back from Munich. That's right. Um, a year later, Hitler took the Sudetenland, and the following year, Hitler destroyed Poland, starting the greatest war the world had ever seen. And by then, Chamberlain was gone, replaced by, as you said, Winston Churchill. Um, ironically, uh, Bibi's speech this morning to Congress tied Winston Churchill's record for three speeches by a foreign leader to a joint session of Congress. That is ironic. So there's great irony in what happened this morning. You know, Barry, as we know that uh, the Jewish population in America has historically uh, supported the Democrat Party. I don't believe there's been an American president that has been so so mistrusted by the Israeli people as Barack Obama. Now, Israel's different from Jewish Americans, I get that. After today's speech, might we see a a bit of a change, or is this going to be a blip on a chart? You know, it's interesting. Michael Oren, who is the former Israeli ambassador to the United States, uh, spoke yesterday saying that while he is actually campaigning for a different political party in the upcoming elections, he said not only does he stand 100% behind Netanyahu, but the Israeli people are giving Netanyahu unbelievable support in regards to his positions on Iran. And it's not just Israel, it's all of the Middle East, as your previous guest noted. Uh, The Arabs are scared to death of Iran getting a bomb. The distrust of the Persians by the Arab community is unbelievable. And one of the things that has been talked about all day is if this deal goes through, it's going to unleash an arms race. Saudi Arabia is going to want the bomb to protect themselves from Iran. So will Jordan. So will Syria and every other country that has the money or the capacity to buy the technology, which is available, as you know, from Pakistan, among other places. So how can anybody question Netanyahu's credibility on this issue, particularly when we have a president who's failed time and time and time and time again in the Middle East. It is laughable that President Obama questions Netanyahu's credibility. He says that uh, he will veto anything, he being President Obama, will veto anything sent to him by Congress. It doesn't appear that uh, much will get accomplished in preventing Iran's nuclear uh, agreement with with the West. Do you you agree? Yeah, you you raise a couple of interesting questions, one of which is a constitutional question, uh, ironically, which is, does the president have the right to bind the country to this agreement without congressional oversight? 
Uh, Bob Menendez, who you just mentioned, gave a tremendous speech at APAC yesterday where he said under no circumstances is he going to let the Congress get railroaded on this. And he's a middle-of-the-road Democrat of, of good standing within the Democratic Party. And he said, my constituents won't allow it, and I won't allow it. The interesting question is, when you look at some of the things that Bibi said today, um, we're negotiating with uh, a power that's on the brink of nuclear power that in the last couple of days said that they won't rest until the Islamic flag flies over the White that's House. That's right. Uh, number two, in the last week, they built and released a mock-up of a U.S. aircraft carrier into the Persian Gulf and then spent the week destroying it, showing, showing that they have superiority within the Gulf over American military. Um, when Bibi went through the list of terroristic activities that have killed Americans, thousands around the world, they're exporting the revolution everywhere. I thought that I thought the the really interesting part, and this is where I think the Congress is going to get involved. Um, he spoke for 40 minutes. He was interrupted, according to the Fox News count, 40 times by applause, and he had to stop. That's unprecedented. An American president doesn't get interrupted 40 times in 40 minutes. Right. His popularity in America, according to the poll this morning, is running at 70% approval. Wow. Which is telling the Congress that their constituents support Netanyahu's position more than the president's position. Because the president has, has walked backwards on every promise that was made about a year ago when these talks started. Yeah. There would be no centrifuges, there would be no enrichment, there would be no nuclear program, we would take away all the uranium, and it would be impossible for them to have a bomb. Yesterday, the IAEA head of inspection said, we're not even getting access today. To all the sites, That's, and there's over 30 of them. Like I said, no credibility here. Amazing those poll numbers. By the way, the networks, the networks didn't even carry the speech, which shows how uh, much of America's media is a propaganda arm for this White House. We're out of time in this segment. I want to thank Barry Nussbaum, member of APAC. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels. To stay plugged in to the truth, go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.